You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Thursday, October the 15th. Thanks for listening. My name is Lucas Smith, and I got a good episode for you guys again today. Hayden C. of STL Sports Central, part two of uh, our conversation. Um, today, talking more things about St. Louis Cardinals, possible moves, talking about some outfield moves, talking about Adam Wainwright, Yadier Molina, and certain things like that, as well as so much more. So I don't want to keep you guys too long. I, I just kind of want to get my thoughts. How about the Braves game last night? Oh my goodness, talk about unexpected. I don't think that the, the, the loss was unexpected, but holy cow, 15-3, 11 runs in one inning? My goodness, that was that was insane. That was crazy. Uh, and, and the fact that the Braves gave up another double-digit first inning in a postseason game is ridiculous. At least this one wasn't in the winner-take-all game like it was last year in Game 5, but holy cow, 15-3. to that, That's going to be a good series. I still think and hope the Braves pull it out. And The Astros staved off elimination with, with Grinke pitching well, and I think it was Correa and Altuve uh, having a couple of good... Um, I think they both had two-run shots. I know it was Altuve had one, I think. My internet's a little bit slow. Uh, Might have been Springer. I don't know. Two two-run shots for for the, the Astros, that's good. So uh, postseason, I think it, it's going to be a good one. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, it was Altuve and Springer. I was right. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I think that – I hope that the Astros still get eliminated, obviously, and I think that they will eventually, and I think that they might lose tonight. So we'll see how that goes, and as well as the uh, the Braves and Dodgers series, that has a really good chance to go seven, in my opinion. So we'll see how it goes. But I just want to give my little update on the postseason. Uh, but without further ado, here's Hayden and I, second part of our conversation, um, Hayden C. of STL Sports Central. Hope you guys enjoyed. Be sure to follow me on Twitter, LJ Fastball. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram, LO underscore Cardinals, for all the content that I provide. So uh, here is Hayden and I, part two of our conversation. Enjoy. I bring up Molina, and that's an interesting case too, because you got guys like Molina or Molina and Wainwright are the two guys that I'm thinking of right now that are their contacts are up. They're two of the most famous Cardinals in history. Molina has expressed great desire to play for next next year, and pro- he mentioned two or three. Wainwright, I haven't heard whether he you know has a strong desire or not. But let's just assume that they both want to come back. If if you're the Cardinals GM, what do you do to try and bring them back? Is it for one, two years? Do you bring Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright back? Uh, yeah, I'd bring them back, but if they ask for too much money, um, I wouldn't bring them back. I'd say I'd cap them off at maybe seven and a half million, maybe even less than that. Because Wainwright, I don't want to be that guy to be the same metrics guy, but Wainwright had a really good season on paper. But when you look at the metrics, it's it's um it's not the best. I'll just tell you that. So I'm not sure we should be focusing on him being that um, that strong of a pitcher next year. Um, like we shouldn't tab him as uh, someone we're going to get a lot of innings out of because the metrics metrics um, aren't looking good. He had a really good uh, – he had like a one 
whip this year, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know if you know baseball savant. They have those percentile rankings. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Almost all of Wainwright's are blue. Yeah. So I'll just tell you that. But wait, Molina. Uh, I think there's no way Molina signs anywhere else. If he says he's going to sign anywhere else, it's just for pure uh, contract leverage. But mm-hmm. um, Molina definitely hasn't been the most productive the last couple seasons, but he's still Molina. And the the experience he brings behind the plate to the young pitchers, getting them experienced and um, more in tune with the game and the and the leadership in the clubhouse, I feel like that's invaluable. But at the same time, if he wants a bucket load of money, uh, I don't think the Cardinals need to. I don't think the Cardinals should dish that out because they're going to ruin their future and their fl- um, flexibility this offseason to maybe swing a guy like George Springer or Trevor Bauer to the team. Yeah, I agree. I think that both of Wainwright and Molina are going to have to, similar to Wong, if they want to stay a Cardinal and, and keep playing, they're going to have to take a little bit of a pay cut. Uh, especially a guy like Molina, because w- w- when you look at Molina, you, when you look at the catcher's position, you have Andrew Kisner waiting in the wings. And I know Carson Kelly was a bit of a bust looking back the last couple of years, and you know they were really high on him, and he ended up being a bit of a bust, and they shipped him off for the Goldschmidt trade. But I really like Andrew Kisner. It seems that he has done nothing in the minor leagues but hit, and it seems like that, that just wasn't something that Carson Kelly did. I just really like Andrew Kisner, and you can only keep somebody down for so long. So if they do sign Molina, I think he's going to have to be able to, A, number one, take a pay cut, uh, and B, number two, be willing to take a couple of days off to let Kisner get some reps. And whether that day off looks like a regular day off or if it looks like him playing first base for a couple innings or playing DH, Molina's going to have to be acceptable, acceptable with that, in my opinion, and let Kisner get the reps that he needs. Well, Molina just keeps on playing past the Cardinals thought he was going to like past the years the Cardinals thought he was going to play. So the Cardinals just keep on having to get new catching prospects. They had to get Herrera and then they they got rid of Kelly because Wainwright, I mean, uh, Molina would just wouldn't stop playing. And now if Molina resigns for like two more years, they're back to trade Kisner. Like they're just going through catching prospects because Molina won't retire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that, that's a good problem to have, though. And then shifting yeah. over to, to Wainwright, just coming back, because the starting pitching has some question marks on it going into 2021. Really, the only guy for me that that's a solid, or only two guys, I guess, that are solid yeses are Jack Flaherty and K.K. Kim, who Flaherty had his moments throughout the year. You know, he had one awful start against Milwaukee. But for the most part, he he, he started when he needed to start it in, in San Diego. He delivered a big start in Game 3 of that series. KK Kim, I thought pitched well all year long. I was really impressed with him. But beyond that, you had a lot of question marks. You don't know what Martinez's health is going to be or if he's even going to be on the team. Dakota Hudson is done for 2021. I was really high on him. You don't know what you saw in Ponce de Leon or Gomber were flukes, what you're going to get from there. Starting pitching has a really big question mark over it after being a really big strength in 2020. Yeah, it seems like the Cardinals went from having like unlimited starting pitching depth to like nobody. (laughs) I don't know what happened. Because looking at their their team right now, like the only people I know that aren't aren't like as durable as a toothpick are Kim and Flaherty. Like wow. Wainwright, he's getting up there in age. You can't count on him to give you innings. Reyes, he has that long injury history. Gomber, uh, I think he can start, but he I think he's better served out of the bullpen. Um, but then Hudson's out. Um, 
Whoever else is there? Oh, guys, Cabrera could be in the rotation. Cabrera then, could be, yeah. yeah. But I just feel like those guys. I I love Reyes and Cabrera in the bullpen. I don't. I almost don't yeah. want to move them out. You know. I mean, as of right now, I think that if you look into twenty twenty one, assuming Wainwright does get the you know does sign, then you got three guaranteed starters in Kim Flaherty and uh, Wainwright, and then the 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 bottom three I think are up for grabs. Whether I think you can maybe see Libertor come up. I think I read something on. I read a yeah. tweet about that maybe. Yeah, no, I, that, that's exactly yeah. where I was going because he was the one that was pitching in the Springfield camp a lot to the major league guys, and they were impressed. Well, I mean, they obviously didn't keep stats down there, but I was really, really impressed to um, w- with uh, with his ability to, to pitch there. And I think that, you know, he was the the guy that they got in the Jose Martinez trade and get when they gave up a Rosarina. He was the package that they wanted back. So I think that if he can step up and deliver in 2021, that's a huge plus for St. Louis. But then that puts pressure on Gomber and Ponce de Leon. Um, so I think that the starting rotation is is really interesting after such a big strength coming into 2020. It's a question mark into 2021, whereas the bullpen, I think, is a little bit more solidified because you're going to have Brevia and Hicks coming back. You have Reyes and Cabrera, a full year of strength. And then that kind of eases up the, the, ne- the, uh, the necessary – of you going to like the underproved guys, the Jake Woodfords or, or the, the, the guy that gave up four home runs to the Chicago, uh, Rio. Uh, Nabil Krizman. Yeah. Yeah. Nabil Krizman. How could you forget him. his name? He's a legend. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that if Libertor can come back and start in 2021, that, that would be huge. Well, uh, Libertor is in single A. We know the last Cardinals pitcher to come up from single A right to the majors, Jordan Hicks. Really? So and look, look what Hicks did. So yeah. Yeah. Be, that could be impressive. And, oh, yeah. and I got the Rosarena stat. Rosarena has more home has more home runs in the whole Cardinals team this off this postseason, in um, seventy six less at bats. Wow! So that just like, like I don't know. Like, yeah, I, that, that just shows how ineffective yeah. the offense was. Um, for, for but Levertor could be a Cy Young, so it's not a loss yet. More from Hayden and I coming up in just a moment. I do want to tell you about rockauto.com. We all have car issues and we want to go get it fixed, but you don't know where to go. I'm telling you, you go to rockauto.com. It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oils, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly, that's right, directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How to Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection. Relying below prices. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. That success of that trade will be determined later. But when when you when you talk about starting pitching, this was a question that kind of uh, kind of threw me for a loop because I didn't expect it. It came on your Instagram responses. It said, "Should we pursue Trevor Bauer? Tre- Trevor Bauer, Cy Young candidate. Who's, um, some might argue the favorite to be, to win the Cy Young, coming off a, a very good year in Cincinnati, going to be a free agent this year. I don't know if this is a type of guy that St. Louis goes after." 
just with, with some of his comments, he's kind of controversial to some people, rubs it the wrong way. St. Louis historically doesn't go after guys like that. What are your thoughts on that question, and what are your what's your reaction to the idea of going after Trevor Bauer? Well, I love Trevor Bauer. I don't know why he's <laughs> controversial at all. All he does is just tweet what baseball players should tweet to make the game more popular. <laughs> like, people say he's controversial. I'm not calling you out, but they say he's controversial. Right. Like, he tweets out, like, like, um, like, ne- like, um, controversial things. It, yeah. I just they, think it goes they, against yeah. the grain and I, people aren't yeah. used to that. Yeah, but it's good. That's what the game needs. They need players yeah. that are exciting and they get, they get attention off the field. And, I don't know. I don't think the Cardinals historically historically go after a player like him, but I don't think they've ever they've ever been in a position like right now where they have no pitching. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like if they get Bauer and they add like a bat, they're just gonna. I don't know. That's just the ideal offseason for me. But that's like a that's a dream. That's never gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. Know. I think adding Bauer would be such a difference maker for just like the whole clubhouse. Yeah, I, I think that, that, that that's a move of all the moves that we've talked about. I think that's the one that's most far fetched for me, just because of yeah. the type of guy that you know the Cardinals historically don't go after. And know that, that that they're different, but I think that was a big reason of them not going after Machado as hard as they could have a couple years ago, just because of kind of the controversy and the type of person that he is on the field. But that that's just my own opinion. Um, and when, when you look at one guy that I, I I do want to talk about that we haven't talked about yet is is Dylan Carlson. When when he first came up. He was abysmal. Couldn't hit a breaking pitch. Couldn't hit a changeup. He just he just looked lost at the plate. Goes down for a couple of weeks. Comes back up and absolutely rakes to end the season. And even in the wild card series, he had he had a couple big hits. I love what Carlson brings to the table. I really really do. And I think that depending on what outfield moves the Cardinals make, no matter I'm sorry, no matter what outfield moves the Cardinals make, I think he's got to be starting in 2021. Dylan Carlson is. This is a, this might be a hot take, but for me, he's the number two bat on the team beside behind Paul wow. Goldschmidt. That is a hot take. I I, I can get uh, on board with it a little bit, but that, that's that's a that's a that's a high praise. Well, I'm looking at his his advanced metrics. Um, so there's this metric to um, calculate how unlucky a player gets, mm-hmm. and the difference between his, how he was expected to do based on his exit velocity and where the balls went and the actual production. He had was a, the most unlucky player on the Cardinals um, this season. So that's a, that's a that's good now. It wasn't good last year. Right. It's not good when it happens. But um, right now I'm pulling up his his stats. What since once he got recalled? So once he got recalled, Carlson slashed. Um, what was it? He it was over three hundred. Yeah, he had a nine thirty six OPS. My wow. God, that's crazy. Yeah. He's, I don't know, he's the future of the team. If the Cardinals are going to win a World Series in the next five years, Dylan Carlson like, has to be a part of it. There's no way they win it without Dylan Carlson being an integral part of a World Series team. I agree. And I, I think that it will depend on what offseason moves the Cardinals make, whether they go after a Springer or an Ozuna or another outfield bat. Because I think Fowler, for good, better, or worse, I think he's going to be the right fielder next year. Um, just because of that contract, you're paying him way too much to sit on the bench. But depending on – and I, I'm comfortable with, with Carlson and left or center. It would be interesting for me to see that if the Cardinals try – here's here's my scenario that I'm going to try and throw out, then I want to get your get your take on it. I'm just, this is just coming to me as, as I speak. 
Cardinals sign. I'm just gonna I'm gonna say Ozuna just because that, that's that's who, that's my guy. Cardinals sign Ozuna. He's gonna be your starting left fielder, right? Then you move Carlson to center, and then what if you package something together with maybe a Carlos Martinez being a, a question mark? Maybe he can get some get some people for you. Maybe a Carlos Martinez, um, a, a Tyler O'Neill, a Harrison Bader. I know you like Bader, but some sort of package of that. And trading for Arenado, and maybe you, you know you throw in a prospect as well. I, that, that, that's uh, wait. That, that's the new plays the outfield. Ozuna, Ozuna, Carlson, Ozuna and left and Carlson, and then Fowler will, will be stuck in right, or or you keep O'Neill and put him in right. But th- uh, that, 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 that's my scenario. What are your, what's your take on that scenario as it comes to my head right now? <laughs> well, I have so many tabs open right now, trying to look up stuff. But uh, <laughs> uh, I would only take that trade from the Rockies if there's some sort of. Um, scenario where Arenado waves his opt-out clause because he has an opt-out clause after next season. So right. imagine making that giant um, trade and then he just leaves. So yeah. I would need you would need some um, protection there, or maybe use it to your advantage and and say like I'm only going to trade for him, like assuming he stays one year, so you can maybe get a deal on him if the Rockies right. are um, dull-brained enough to go after that, but. I don't know. I think Arenado is just another another stand. It's not going to happen. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't. You know, like, like I said, that was a dream scenario that I was just spitballing. Yeah, yeah. I, I do, I do think that Arenado uh, is more of a pipe dream at, at, at this point because the Cardinals. You know, I just don't think they're going to give up very many more prospects after, like I, I've said a couple of times, after seeing the uh, the success of Rosarena and Alcantara and Sierra in, in the big leagues. So. Uh, but what's your take? Another guy that, that is on the leash, in my opinion, just kind of as we get close to wrapping up here, Matt Carpenter. You know, they signed him to a big extension a, a number of years ago. He's got one year left on his contract. Uh, his OPS plus isn't as bad as I thought it was when I was looking at him today. Um, I think it was like 80-something or, you know, low 80s, which isn't as bad as I thought it was. But even this year, his on-base percentage was extremely low for Matt Carpenter. I just... I would not be surprised, and to be honest, I wouldn't be that upset if they shipped him off this offseason. Um, but what, what are your thoughts on Matt Carpenter and, and how much longer he's got as a Cardinal? Well, I'm looking up right now, but I'm pretty sure I had a tweet that like almost every offensive category for Carpenter this year was a career low. Yeah. Looking up right now, um, yeah, highest strikeout rate of his career, lowest WRC plus, plus which is uh, offensive value. Um, Lowest OBP. Um, I don't know. I think the thing is, I don't like to talk bad about Carpenter because he's such a, a li- like a lifelong Cardinal. But yeah. I think the Cardinals pulled the trigger too early on that extension. Oh, I, do too. Uh, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. But I was looking at the spot. This is getting off topic. I was looking at the salary salaries for the Cardinals. Yeah. And in two years, like the team it could be completely different. Like Carpenter could be gone. Fowler's gone, Martinez could be gone, Miller's gone, Wong could be gone, and then only pre- the only people guaranteed to be there are Michaelis and DeYoung. Hmm. And Goldschmidt. And Goldschmidt, right. Yeah, yeah so that's big. basically, wow. it's crazy how, like, crazy different the team could be. Like, yeah, you know, Michaelis is a name that I completely forgot of when we were talking about the starting rotation a couple minutes ago. He, I mean, you'd have to assume he, he yeah. would have have a spot in there as well. So, I mean, that, that that's also an interesting thing. And it, it just shows you how quick of a, a turnaround the Cardinals can be. But historically, I feel like the Cardinals have kept their teams intact for the most part. 
like when you think of you know the, the peak years in, in, in the last couple of years from basically 2011 or 2014 that team remained the same for the most part um, in those years so I think that the Cardinals will, will find a way to keep this team together um, for, for at least a couple more years but it'll be interesting they definitely have to make some moves they're going to have to shake things up so as we as we wrap up here uh, hey what's your number one objective for the Cardinals this offseason like if you had to pick one thing they did one move they had to make whether it's internal or external what's that one move if I could have one move it would be uh it's tough I can't decide between sign sign Springer or trade for Lindor those would be my two moves one of those two moves I'd want because both those players are just such a threat that it would just completely completely change the lineup and make Goldschmidt even more deadly because there'd be someone around him they'd have to um, pitch around to. Yeah, I agree. For, for me, just just with how low I am on the Cardinal offense, I think that they need to sign an outfielder or trade for some sort of an outfielder. That would be my one move. Um, so, yeah, I think that no matter what move it, 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 they make, it's got to be an offensive move. I think if, if they sign Bauer, if they trade for another starting pitcher, that's just adding to your strengths without without uh, looking at your weaknesses. So I think that whatever move they do make, it's got to be an offensive one. So. Well, I feel like it has to be the outfield because maybe besides yeah. shortstop, like everything else is locked down. Because it's not yeah, like the I Cardinals agree. are a horrible team. They just don't have the it factor right now. I that, That's a really good point. I think that the Cardinals need to look for an it factor in the offseason. That, that, that's a well way to put it. Uh, well, well, Hayden, thank you for, for joining me in, the, in these last couple of – of a days on the on the podcast, putting up the conversation. Uh, let let my listeners know what what your information is and how they can follow you on social media. Uh, I am STL Sports Central on Instagram and Facebook, and then it's STL S P O R T S C N T R L on Twitter. And I, I post a lot of stats about how bad the Cardinals' offense is. So <laughs> definitely check it out. And you also cover the Blues on that, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, good Cardinals day. and Blues. Love it. Well, Hayden, thanks for joining me. My, my Twitter is LJFastball, L-O underscore cards on Twitter and Instagram as well. Hayden, thanks for joining us. Anything, any last minute, last minute stats or last minute um, comments uh, you want to share with my listeners? No, I just hope Springer, Arenado, um, Lindor, and Bauer get to the Cardinals <laughs> this offseason. <laughs> if they got all four, that would be a miracle. <laughs> We'll